Welcome into another Horns 24-7 special commitment reaction podcast. I'm Taylor Estes, and I'm joined by Horns 24-7 recruiting analyst Hudson Standish. And Hudson, it has been an unprecedented time, I think we could safely say, for the Longhorns coming off of Arch Manning's commitment. There has been a chain reaction, a ripple effect, since Arch Manning did commit to Texas with several other key targets on the Longhorns board, um, taking the plunge and announcing their commitments themselves. Before we get into it, Hudson, um, it's been crazy. How are, how are you holding up through all of this? Yeah, it's been fun at the end of the day, Taylor. A lot of fireworks are popping off. It's a truly um, kind of unprecedented time for Texas recruiting, and it's kind of everything that we said it would be post-Arch Manning commitment. So really exciting, but definitely uh, the sleep hours have kind of dropped. So. Yeah, I think I think it may be a sleepless summer for uh, our Horns 24-7 recruiting staff with all of the news that seems to be dropping, honestly, in, like on, by the minute. I mean, uh, you know, on uh, this Sunday, Texas had five commitments in one day, and Hudson and I, I swear, we were trying to record podcasts, and it was like, okay, we're ready. Oh, there's another commitment. Okay, we're ready. Okay, there's another commitment. So it was just like, it's crazy times for Texas, but... The craziness continues today with the Longhorns landing a huge, huge commitment in five-star wide receiver Jontae Cook, um, giving Texas the second five-star of the 2023 class with Arch Manning being obviously number one. Hudson, how big of a deal is uh, Jontae Cook's commitment to Texas? It's a huge deal, Taylor. DeSoto High School is traditionally one of the Dallas area's biggest prospect factories, and to go in there, a national battle for Steve Sarkeesian to target John Tay Cook from the jump as the number one receiver on his board and end up grabbing him along with Arch Manning. I mean, you can't downplay this at all. This is just exactly what Steve Sarkeesian needed, adding another five-star to the mix with John Tay Cook. In addition to the on-field realities that Cook's going to bring to Austin, he also continues the hype level. This is a kid that's kind of beloved in his class, definitely on the eccentric side, and is going to be a major recruiter for Texas, not only in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but across the entire country. So pairing him with Arch Manning, not only does it create a quarterback-to-wide receiver combo that we've talked about for almost 18 months, but you get that extra bit of momentum of Jonte Cook publicly recruiting guys like Malik Muhammad, one of his close friends, the cornerback from Dallas South Oak Cliff, and just a ton of others. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, the the relationships, the friendships that are among them. So one of the big friendships is that between Arch Manning and Jonte Cook. Um, how much of Arch Manning's decision to commit to Texas ultimately led to Jonte Cook also pulling the trigger, trigger and uh, committing to the Longhorns? That's actually kind of a little bit of a funny story, Taylor, because Jonte was <laughs> scheduled to do an exclusive with Horns 247 about his commitment. He was trying to keep it kind of low key uh, for, I believe, the beginning of July. And we were going to have quotes, um, a couple of different stories, and he was going to try to make it a little bit of a shock. But once Arch Manning pulled the trigger, we immediately got on the phone with Jonte, and he was like, look, you know where I'm going. Don't even worry about it. Put picks in like this is this is a done deal. So it's one of those things to where he would have ended up at Texas regardless, but it just sped up the process and it almost made it to where it was the biggest uh, secret in the world at the state seven on seven tournament in College Station. 
where other re reporters from other schools almost knew, like, there's no reason to talk to John Ted Cook. He's ending up with the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, and that's usually, for those who don't know, when you are at those recruiting events, it's like, it sounds great, you know, to your members that you want to, like, provide hope for. But when you know they're not going to the school, it's almost like, why waste my time, you know? And uh, you, that's the way that you can kind of read the tea leaves, I feel like, in recruiting if you really think a school is in it or not in it with some of these, like, high-caliber high type of prospects. Um, John Tay Cook is one of those. He's the nation's number five, 35 ranked recruit, six re wide receiver in the country, number six overall prospect in the state of Texas, according to 24-7 sports. Um, you know, I think with when we talk about the addition of this monster edition, I, I don't want to overlook it. I feel like, you know, everybody looks at the Arch Manning effect and they want to hear all about that. But I mean, this is another five-star skill player for the Texas offense. And I went back and looked Hudson and Aside from the 2022 signing class, Texas has not had two five-star offensive players sign with the Longhorns since I almost don't want to say who they were, but since 2009 with Garrett Gilbert and Mason Walters. So that is how long it's been, um, aside from the 2022 cycle when Texas landed, you know, Calvin Banks and Devin Campbell, two five-star offensive linemen. Texas has not been getting the five-star kind of quarterback skill talent type of players. This is a huge testament to both Steve Sarkeesian and Brennan Marion. How big are their relationships um, in, you know, both with John Tay Cook and with other recruits really um, setting the tone for um, the future of Texas football? Yeah, Taylor, I think it's a great point. And we talk a lot about the Arch Manning, the kind of Arch Madness recruiting effect. But the stat that you just mentioned about the two offensive five stars, that's the Steve Sarkeesian effect. With Kelvin Banks and Devon Campbell last cycle getting those two, two five stars, then following it up with the number one player in the nation, somebody who he made his top target from the jump at Texas, and getting Jonte Cook, the guy that he circled as the top wide receiver on his board from the start, like that's just Steve Sarkeesian. And then adding Brennan Marion, who we know Jonte Cook has an extremely good relationship with, that just was the icing on the cake, honestly, with this recruitment. We'd felt extremely confident about Texas uh, for the longest time. And it's one of those things to where I put in a pick at my former company for Jonte last December. And when I was coming over to 247, it was one of those things where it was like, look, we're kind of too close to keep that pick. But we all know that Texas is kind of the de facto leader here, even though throughout the uh, spring visit process, there were some times where Jonte was kind of trying to lead people to think that uh, other schools were maybe more in it than they actually were. Yeah, I think one of those schools is probably being Texas A&M when, you know, he took that visit to uh, College Station, a video went viral with him kind of making fun of their trophy room, uh, which also was kind of a thing that he did for Texas too. But, you know, I mean, this is this is a big deal. And when you talk about Brennan Marion, I feel like one of the biggest things, Hudson, that um, is maybe not being addressed enough is the fact that Brennan Marion not only, you know, was the late, the, I think the last coach to be hired on Steve Sarkeesian's staff um, after, you know, letting go of Andre Coleman. Um, I believe his hire came after Tashard Choice too, but you know, he never really has had too many ties to the state of Texas when it comes to recruiting. And I feel like he has hit the ground running in a way that is not an easy thing to do 
at a, you know, in this type of state with so many other big time programs, so many, you know, outside out of, out of state programs coming into the state, trying to poach the state's best talent because it's such a talent rich state when it comes to, you know, blue chip recruits. But Brennan Marion has really done, in my opinion, a solid, solid job of being able to, you know, quickly make the, the connections and ties inside the state of Texas. And it's paying off for the Longhorns. It's an interesting one, Taylor, with Britton Marion, because while Pitt necessarily didn't target Texas a ton, they did have a guy in their last class in Shane Waco from uh, Maynard who signed with Pitt and Brendan Marion was the main reason for. And I think I wrote this at the time that Brendan Marion got hired, but he's sneaky, did have a lot of relationships with trainers and coaches across the state because he was having to recruit at a kind of lower level at Oklahoma Baptist or at uh, Howard or at, you know, William and Mary to where he kind of did need to scour the entire country for uh, prospects. So while he didn't have the level of connections that probably your normal power five Texas assistant would, he did have enough and he did use those effectively, especially considering that he is close friends with uh, John Tay Cook's select seven on seven team, Texas Flex, and the people who run that organization. So it's one of those ones where he didn't have all of the connections right away, but with how personable he is and how good of a recruiter, quite frankly, he is, it didn't take long for him to get up to speed and use those prior connections. Um, Taylor, I think that it just makes a little bit of a sense when you know somebody's been uh, on your side and in your corner, even when you're at lower schools like an Oklahoma Baptist, that's I believe an NIA, NI, NAIA program, it's a little bit easier to trust those people once you kind of get the Texas level clout and everybody is trying to send you kids all the time. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And Steve Sarkeesian has talked about both Brennan Marion and Tashard Choice bringing a different young type of energy to not just the coaching staff and to the team, but also on the recruiting trail. Um, and they, you know, I think they both have done a really good job. You know, let's let's take a look at what's next for Texas um, coming out of John Tay Cook's commitment. Obviously, a huge deal again, as we mentioned. Um, Texas usually doesn't get these type of, you know, five stars offensive skill players, at least not um, since I started covering the Longhorns, honestly. And so, you know, how what type of effect do you think could happen from John Tay Cook um, and, you know, the combination of him and Arch Manning probably um, leading to potentially other commitments landing in the Longhorns favor? I'm not sure there's going to be as much of a pure domino effect. But I think that it's going to keep the vibes in a really good spot, for lack of a better term. And Texas still looks great for their top target at running back, Cedric Baxter, out of Orlando, Florida, who is a fringe five-star in the 2023 class. And kind of another thing, Taylor, with the offensive line class now set following this weekend, maybe they'll kind of hunt for one more elite guy, but you have four really solid tar uh, commits on the offensive line, your wide receiver class is kind of uh, coming into form with Jonte Cook's announcement. Maybe they can make up some ground for Jalen Hale, the, um, I believe, border, like high four-star out of Longview, Texas. But for the most part, I just think that it's going to 
continue the recruits perception that Texas is one of the top classes in the 2023 cycle. And also Taylor, one more thing, I think before we get off this podcast, I just kind of need to talk about Jonte Cook's game and kind of what he does well. What I think is the most insane stat, maybe of any recruit in the state, last year, Jonte Cook only had uh, 38 catches for DeSoto High School, which isn't a ton considering that DeSoto, I believe, played 14 games. But of those 38 catches, he ended up going taking half of them, 19 to the house for touchdowns that that's one of the wildest stats when you're when one out of every two catches is going to the house and that's not just deep balls he's taking screens to the house as well what i love about john Tay cook's game is that he's an extremely fluid route runner at the top of his stem he can create separation going in any direction and he's just so nuanced with how he kind of sets up defensive backs for breaks He's great on double moves. He's really good in the quick game. He's a sneaky, elusive uh, runner in the open field. His athletic profile probably is going to limit him from being a true five-star for 247, but he has a high enough floor as a receiver that you can see every single recruiting site has him as a high four-star, which leads to him being a composite five. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's an insane stat. And it's not like he's playing against some scrub competition. I mean, he's playing against the best of the best in Texas high school football. Texas high school football, 6A, is the best competition in America. That's not a bias. National analysts will say that. And Jonte Cook plays in the toughest district with schools like Duncanville, Cedar Hill, um, a ton, Waxahachie. Like, it, it's a legit competition and he's kind of dominating them. In addition to the fact that once he got into the playoffs, he was playing schools like Clean Harker Heights, Rockwall, Spring Westfield, like just a loaded slate of competition. And in addition to his high school ball, he plays for one of the best uh, seven-on-seven programs and will also go to the big club tournaments like OT7 and stand out there as well. So this is a battle-tested player that is kind of clear to see why Steve Sarkeesian had him at number one on his board for so long. Taylor just could not be a, I mean, you just can't say enough about how exciting it is that Texas got their guy at wide receiver one. Yeah, for sure. And I'm curious for this, I'm kind of throwing you a curveball here. If you look at Jonte Cook, who would be a good comparison from a skill set wide receiver? That's a really good question. I think that I'd probably say a Keenan Allen type, um, somebody who is really good with their route running and their hands are extremely reliable. Um, I think that that's probably who I'd go with, with that one. Okay. That's a, not a bad comparison there at all. Not at all there. Um, Hudson, you know, anything else that you want to add about, you know, this uh, magnitude of a commitment and what this means for Texas? It's major. And I don't think that the Longhorns are done before the time that the dead period's over. It's a little bit tough with timelines because each kid kind of has their own process. Everybody wants to get a video done. Some have dates that are special to them and um, are gonna wait a little bit longer, even though it seems like they're pretty firmly silent to Texas. But I mean, I don't think that this is over yet. Yeah, uh, another reason why you wanna stay locked in at Horns 24 seven, make sure you 
um, subscribe for an annual membership. New members get 30% off their first year because um, I think it's very safe to say that this is going to be a summer to remember for Texas recruiting. And, you know, obviously we can't, you know, overlook the the team stuff going on too. a big year coming up for Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, there's going to be a plenty of information that you're going to want to keep up on if you're a Texas fan over at Horns 24-7. So make sure that you subscribe for that annual membership and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we uh, are trying to build that up a little bit. Maybe we'll come up with some type of competition or something if we hit a certain benchmark hudson and i will have to talk about that hudson's no. the brains between the uh the <laughs> type of promo to get people to uh you know engage on our youtube channel so hudson always great stuff you guys are running like chickens with your heads cut up cut off honestly i mean it's been wild for the longhorns so thanks for all that you do and thank you to everyone for listening for hudson standish i am taylor estes we'll talk to y'all later